Good morning and welcome to the Just Life Podcast. This is episode 69. Today we talk about getting what you deserve. What you think you deserve versus what you actually deserve. Accepting where you are because you suck and here's why. You're not focused. You're not mindful of the choices that you make. You try to take on too much and your end goals are not big enough. We dig in and talk about this coming up. Well, we've been here since six. That's yeah. right, boys. Since six. You heard it. Heard that correctly. Planning for the next quarter. And this was really the only time get it done before july 1st yeah like i mean there was a few other times but the other times would have really impacted the date mm-hmm. so while everybody's sleeping we spend three hours doing um crazy priceless work yeah indeed <laughs> and actually we were gonna we we're gonna do that tomorrow yeah yeah and i figured hey let's put in a let's put in a shift here and do it do it today. I'm going to take a nap later. Yeah, no doubt, man. Have a, have a beer and then have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that. And I've got some time to... I've got some time scheduled in my calendar on Monday to finish that. So I get to get to wake up early on Monday, too. That's the other critical thing. Yeah, waking up early. Scheduling it. Scheduling it, yep. Because if you don't schedule the motherfucker, something else is like takes over. Ain't gonna happen. I mean, you can you can every once in a while you'll knock things out because you wing it, but really, if you're not scheduling it, it's not happening. Yeah the the knock it out and wing it is a fun place to be, and uh, you're <laughs> really kidding yourself if you think that's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> High level effective stuff. It does not. I probably should have gum, eh? Anybody want to go? Awesome. We're here and we're ready. We are here. Episode 69, right? Oh, shit. We're like one from 70. We are. Now, if we ever get any of them produced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're a few behind. Different story. We're a few behind. Oh, man. Yeah, and speaking of which, that wasn't even really something that came up this morning on our planning. Is like, you know what I mean? What am I, how am I fitting in the gist and all that? How, where does that fit in? Yeah, that's all part of the big picture. I think that's one of those uh, inside of, the progress milestones, maybe actions and tasks that we take. They're just part of the game. I feel this episode will be different. Different? And weird. And weird? Why do you feel weird right now? Do you feel the pressure? No, I like, don't oh feel the pressure. It's just... Uh, create some magic. I have no idea what we're t- going to talk about. Me either. What's on your mind? That's how it always starts. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? <laughs> what are you thinking about, man? What What's quickly becomes a place, uh, 
I have no idea what to say is like a whole series of tangents. Yeah. Uh, well, what's on my mind this week is uh, change, complete change of direction for for myself and uh, what I've been focused on creating for like the last 10 years of my life. <laughs> and now I'm saying I want to do something a bit different. Yeah. That transition is, is becoming more and more real. Whereas before it was just a, an idea a thing to consider and, and mull over and think about and like, what would it look like? It's now the rubber's, uh, meeting the road, not entirely. Like I'm still, I, f I still feel like I'm spinning <laughs> in one spot, wanting to go somewhere, but um, not having the the traction yet to actually move it forward. Right. Um, so I'll be starting a, a new gig, a role at a company in town, a company that's doing something pretty cool, and uh, and I and it's and that part's still not complete yet either. Right. So yeah. while I know we're good to go and and I'm excited about digging in and, and helping these guys take it to the next level, mm -hmm. it's not complete yet. Right. <clears throat> and there's only certain, um, there's certain aspects that you control and pretty much all of them at this point are... They're out of my out control. Out of your control. <laughs> Completely out of my control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm... Uh, I'm excited about that though. Even there would be a time where I'd be so anxious and so stressed in the uncertainty of it. Yeah. I need an answer. Give me an answer. Like I want to know now. And I still want that. Of course. But I know the answer. It's just a matter of there are steps that need to be taken that haven't been taken yet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's on my mind. Uh, long weekend. No plans. Yeah. Feeling like I should have had plans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling like that too. I'm like, man, it's already Saturday. Like, what am I going to do with the next yeah. two days? What's the plan? And am I going to like make good use of my time? Yeah. That's the big thing. Am I going to make you, good use of my time? Are you? I don't what, know. What are you going to do with your time? I have no idea. And then there's a side of me that just wants to like play video games all weekend. Dude, I feel you. I was thinking, like, what about getting day drunk with it? What would that be like? <laughs> I don't know? even remember what that feels like Me anymore. Me either. I don't even remember what it feels like to be drunk, which I don't really miss. But I certainly don't miss... Uh, I miss the buzz. I don't miss the hangover. Yeah, I don't mind having a buzz. And as long as you can manage the buzz such that you don't wind up with a hangover, we're cool. Charcoal pills. Yeah, those... I didn't really drink much when I was at your place, but I think those did... The, the next day, I think I had, like, a weird... like a. It was like Weird, uh, weirdly alert. Weirdly alert. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, maybe that's maybe that's some charcoal I took. So, what about you, man? How's your week been? Uh, there's there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in your world. Some also some change. Yeah. Some different things. Some different approaches. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, my week has been good. Um, it's been very uh, effective, productive, uh, purposeful. And also a bit chaotic at the same time. Um, just inside of uh, actually taking on more, taking on more and having uh, 
structural breakdowns, let's say. Maybe maybe not breakdowns, but just one thing spilling into the next, and that's not really how I like to operate. So, um, And anyway, yeah, so, so some things are happening, and there are some changes, and it looks like um, I've been asking for a team for I don't know how long. For a long time. Yeah, a long time. I want to be part of a team. I want to be He's part of a mission. He's been trying to pull me into his team. And I think if he had had, like, something for me to just sit on and be like, okay, I'll own this, and you're going to pay me what now? Oh, okay. It yeah, would yeah. totally work. Oh, dude, that would have been sweet. Um, uh, but there is there therein lies the problem, right? We want to create team, but we lack the structure and the foundations to effectively have team show up. Yeah. And it's, it's been hard. There's that, and there's also, for me, you and I have talked about this before, is like, <clears throat> you gotta you got to be where you're at. Yeah, you can create, but you got to be where you're at, right? And I wanted to like totally put the cart in front of the horse, and uh, not having the infrastructure, Sans horse, yeah, right, not having the inf- infrastructure in place to to do it, and not being deserving of those, right? Of those, uh, you're, what, not, you're what, not there. What are we deserving of? We we've got a really interesting relationship with with what we're entitled to or what we feel we're deserving of. Yeah. And then when we don't get it, the meaning making machine kicks in and completely justifies and rationalizes why we didn't get it, but not actually addressing why we didn't get it. Yeah. I was saying this this morning, like I would assert that what, whatever you've got, that's what you deserve. (laughs) No doubt. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like it. There's torture. There's nasty situations. But for the most part, if you're like living life and doing your thing and you got, you you got what you deserve. Abraham Hicks talks about this as well. This, uh, this attraction, this thing that we set out, this thing that we uh, focus on that, uh, that we are overly focused on, Mm -hmm. uh, consumed by. And not in an empowered place, but from a place of concern or what if, uh, or Worry, I don't want stress. And we inherently, it, it's just there. We get what we deserve. We get what we think about. We get what we're consumed by. Uh, we get what we are um, saying we're taking actions to achieve, but not taking the actions. And so the byproduct is in perfect uh, it's in perfect balance with with the work and the effort that was put into it, or or the type of work and effort that was put into it. Yeah, you you think about the thing that you want every once in a while, and maybe you do a few things sporadic here and there. It's to the whole thing that we've been talking about this morning, the three hours that we spent creating our next thirteen weeks. It's like you're not actually focused on the thing that you want. You're you're focused on the moment and the the, the frantic worry the behavior the all the shit you're dealing with right there in the moment and then you wonder why you don't get the thing that you're actually not giving that much focus or attention to and that might sound a bit like we, we might have lost you in that maze yeah and that is the problem we find ourselves in a perpetual mode of a lack of clarity and a two choices always there's always choices right and we'll take a choice and 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 we'll continue on and oh hey there's another choice and and off we go but we're not mindful of the choices that we're making right we're not intentionally 
deciding for ourselves that I'm taking a left now instead of a right. We're just taking the left. I think that comes down to patience. Yeah. We were talking about that this morning as well. We we're talking about the roadmap and using the Just Life Journal and how I would always approach it as like something to get through and get complete Me and too, like man. get done. And, you know, you're trying to do a potentially a two hour job inside of a 20 minute period. And then you feel incomplete afterwards. Mm. This isn't that effective. It's not really working. It's that not well. working for me. Yeah, this tool is not for me. It's not my thing. Totally. Yeah, no, I, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Well, no, yeah. you haven't tried it. Yeah. You attempted. Well, actually, you did try it. You did try it. Miserably. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so we get what we deserve. Mm-hmm. Here's a, this is a, a thing that came out of, continues to come out of the work that we do when we're planning every quarter. I dream big. There's that saying, right? We are, we over, over dream and, and over, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We, we tend to think that we can achieve a lot in a short amount of time. Right. And we, we undervalue what we can achieve in a longer period of time. Oh, right. Now I get time. what you're saying. This was uh, what Vishen was saying this, right? In the Code of the Extraordinary Mind. He says that we, when you're planning out goals and things like that. Yeah. I, no, it might not have been. I can't, anyways, I can't remember. I, I totally get what you're saying though. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll totally cram in way too larger goals for a one year. But then when you think about like a 10 year vision, it's way too small. Well, and if I were to bring that down even more. What we try to put into 90 days, yeah, the unrealistic nature of what we're trying to achieve, as optimistic as we are about it, mm-hmm. and as planned as we try and be around executing it, it's completely unrealistic. And then that probably same thing has you trying to do too much in one day. Not being very effective at all. Mm-hmm. So... What Vern and I did this morning, and we we got out of this this notion of um, tangible. We want to generate X amount of dollars, a hundred thousand dollars by by uh, the end of September. Seems doable by measure of whatever plans that uh, now follow through and and have that be realized. But if you've never actually hit hundred thousand dollars in or even a f- half of that fifty thousand dollars in 90 days you don't actually know what it takes to hit that we're optimistic but we don't actually know what it takes and so for you and i we got to reevaluate how we're setting ourselves up like what are we working to achieve mm. inside of 90 days as less as a, less of a a, a tactical, super specific output, but more of a way of being. Right. Getting that. If we are on a daily basis working to be that, yeah. that we've set out to be, those out that those outputs are a natural byproduct of that. Yeah, like there's this, there's a certain amount of control. Let's call it right. Of, of what you can do. There's certain actions you can take and practices you can take on and structures and all that sort of stuff. But when it comes to 
in my case, being an insurance, when it comes to a case actually being approved or a client agreeing and signing the paperwork, like I, I only have, I have a very limited level of control there. Right. And that's what I think we focus so much of our energy on uncontrollables and the tangible results that again, the tangible results only show up if you're taking on the consistent attitudes and behaviors that you need to take on. Right. So just get to work on the things you can control. And at least I can know that I'm whole and complete at the end. Right. I, I can't worry about the outcomes. If I know that I did the work that I needed to do, I can be satisfied with my efforts. And actually the efforts that come out of it would be satisfactory. hundred percent. Yeah. That they would be in uh, congruent with each other. What if that's the thing? What if, what if people say like we lead with what we want? We say, Oh, I want a new house or a bigger, or another nicer car, or I want this much money, or I want to have this big of a business or impact this many people. And really what we actually want is we want to be the person who's capable of that. We want to be the person who is able to, to, to consistently practice the behaviors that you need to practice to be a person who's capable of producing those types of results. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. That's actually what I'm clear. I don't spend enough time on. Mm. If, if I am not efficiently growing inside of being the person that I need to, to be in order to achieve these grand results that I'm looking to achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear it everywhere. How are you being? But I'm not actually paying attention to how am I being? Not enough. No, for More sure. so than before, but not enough to achieve what we're looking to set out now right from this point. Yeah, it goes back to that conversation that I was having with you earlier about the the 50 grand or the 50 million or whatever it is. Winning something or something being dropped in your lap versus you actually working toward it. There's an emptiness. I would assert that a lot of these people who go broke and whatnot after winning the lottery or things like that. There's an emptiness that occurs when... What are you, what are you laughing at? Did I just look weird there? Where's this guy behind me? Oh, the got, camera's we, like... Boop. We got Richard, you know, playing spy games all I around s- us. He's I crawling all around the camera. And we appreciate it. Oh, that was priceless. It. I'm going to stop it right there because that's going to be a content piece right there. Nice. Holy shit. Yeah, there's this... There's this, there's this um, you know, we all want this, like, grand thing. Like, everybody wants to win the lottery. And I, and I was just making the point earlier that, you know, maybe if you want to win the lottery or you want that 50 million or what that 50 million makes available, I, I guarantee you, if you were a person who put in the effort and the, and the work and the purpose, if you had purpose driven work that you, that you consistently got after and that produced $50 million, I promise that you're going to feel better at that point. You're going to feel deserving of that production, you're going to feel deserving of that wealth in comparison to the person who wakes up one day and just the lottery. Ha- happened to get a couple of numbers. Like, yeah, frankly, you don't deserve that money. Right. You well, don't. And that's why it doesn't stay. Bingo. Why those people go bankrupt. It's, cer- it's certainly a factor. You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. It's interesting because what we think we deserve and what we actually reserve deserve are, um, they've, it's got a big delta between the two. Yeah. 
we tend to have that delta be pretty small. No, I, I totally, I'm, I'm justified in, in that. That's what I need. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is bullshit. Everywhere I turn, I keep getting hit with this and that and da da da. And you don't, you don't actually take a minute to look at like, to your point, who are you actually being? If you're running around pissed off and frustrated and lacking and feeling deserving of, and you're entitled entitled, and you're not actually fulfilled, you're not actually getting out of life what you want to get and you're constantly feeling like you're on the short end of it like that right there doesn't that describe a lot of people i mean hell that describes a version of myself for sure yeah and you wonder why things aren't going the way you want them to go yeah this is you're just not owning your shit you're not taking responsibility for who you're being yeah we are just playing the waiting game hopeful this asshole over here gets all the breaks man you know (laughs) Meanwhile, you see them grinding it out and doing, being consistent, right? In doing the work that we did this morning, what, uh, what are you left with after having done that work? Because we go through a lot of different things, right? Um, and, and today in particular, we did a lot of core work, mm-hmm. getting reconnected to uh, the why that drives what we do getting clear about what we do and how we do it yeah, as a distinction between each other, that they are not one and the same, but very complementary and necessary. And as a matter of fact, each of our differentiators is inside of how we do what we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really uh, thoughtful, the structure that you created there is really mindful the way that that book is laid out. And right now I'm just getting present. Like, listening to a lot of the content I've been listening to lately, as you know, with, uh, David Goggins, Jordan Peterson, and, uh, Jocko Willink to name a few. It's all about responsibility. It's all about what are you taking responsibility for? Right. Right. And how are you operating? Right. And, and totally straight. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm scared in terms of how you're operating. Well, I'm a, yeah, well, who I've been being, what I've been letting myself get away with and letting myself off the hook or being able to easily justify or excuse your way out of something. And they're so convincing that you're actually right. Yes. In those moments, right? Yeah. You're right. And uh, when I say that's so that's unnerving. And when I say that I'm scared is it's like, I'm afraid of what it's going to take to actually create what I want to create. And I think that's a great place for me to be. It's humbling. And there's not a lot of people who want to face this. They don't want to have this conversation to create something and be real about what it's going to take to create that and be afraid. Cause it's like, Holy shit. Gut check time. You can't actually, fake it no no because if i were to use a very cliche the proof is in the pudding it's it's what comes out of the work that we've done invested into it or not uh, that is that again that is the byproduct of of the attention that it was given 100 percent. it's the work that you put in and and guess what it, it actually does not matter at all what the outside world thinks 
of me and what I'm up to and what's going on because I'm the one who has to look myself in the mirror. I'm the only one who actually knows what I'm doing. I'm the only one who knows if I'm giving the effort. So it doesn't matter how I look. I got to be okay over here. And that's the scary part. Right. Because I can, my identity can figure out all day long how to look good. But to create fulfillment and to feel good, you got to put the work in. Now you put some work in this morning. You put some work in that you grappled with, but then not really. It was more your ego, the the, the other Vern, the, the small Vern going, you should probably dial that in a little bit because you've never done this before. You have no idea. But then there was the other part, and I saw it many times. It's just, that's it. It's clean. It's clear. The, the, the objective is has been laid out in front of you. Yeah. And now it's just a matter of moving towards it. And the thing that's a, the thing about that, that's it's, it's really subtle. I'm just really connected to it right now. So it's, it's interesting to, to paint the picture, but the, to your point earlier about creating these goals, oh, I'm going to make a hundred grand by this period of time or whatever, right? Where is that coming from? Man. What is sourcing that? Yeah. When you're purpose driven, that's the thing, man. There, there is no talent. There is no, None of that shit actually matters. When you're driven by a purpose, when something really matters to you, that's the thing that, that's so subtle that, that, I, that I forget because I'm so concerned about making it and so concerned about, right, survival or whatever. It's like, no, wait a minute. What's actually sourcing me? Because then all that other shit goes out the window. And you're- here's what's missing in that equation. Most of us have not put it in existence somewhere. While we might have been clear at one point in, in this exploring and, and uh, creating, you know, our future and, and goal setting and all of these constructs, uh, it hasn't, maybe it does live somewhere. Let's say you've done that part and it's written down somewhere. And when's the last time you've looked at it? <laughs> yeah. Because how it goes, it's in your shelf. Yeah, for sure. Check mark, milestone accomplished, waiting for what I deserve. <laughs> but yeah, what's clear is that unless I spend not just a little bit of time, you know, to get through it, to say that I've done it, and then wait for what I deserve, it's to get connected to it, to spend time with what you said was important, what I said was important for me and what I'm wanting to create so that it gets those actions, those things that need to be done are actually driven from inspired action. Yeah. I'm reminded of, uh, I'm sure I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I'm reminded of, um, you know, the difference between being interested in something and being committed to something. Right. Like, how many, how often you probably even heard me. It's like, Oh man, I don't have time. Okay, great. You don't have time. Why? Because you're saying yes to other things that you're making more important. Did I want to get up at five o'clock in the morning this, this morning, five fifteen to be exact. Did I want it? But I leapt out of bed. Good for you. I was like, that was a bit slow crawl, but it's like, 
got work to do. And yeah. and, la- and actually, when you put that out there to me, was it yesterday or whatever day? You're like, dare I say 6 a.m. to 9 on Sunday? And I looked at that and I was like, what about tomorrow? Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? I'm like, and, oh, shit. And, yeah, and it wasn't, and it was a different um, occurring. Because you know me, right? I re- Normally, I'd read that and be like, fuck, what's wrong with this guy, man? 6 a.m. on a Sunday? Like, I don't want to do that. And I'm intimately connected to how important this work is right now. Like getting really clear about what is my purpose? What am I actually after? What am I up to? What impact do I want to cause? I'm not interested in just writing a new case or earning a new client and and going paycheck to paycheck. What is that in service of? That's what I want to get to. And and that's what we created this morning. I'm going to also challenge something in your world. Knowing you the way I know you how you've been and who you are this uh, previous relationship to like waking up early and and doing that level of uncomfortability mm. was at the level of your relationship to technology right that you don't get it that you can't do it mm-hmm. that it's impossible for you to be able to uh, have a, uh, a comprehension and, and uh, an understanding of that you no longer are consumed by it and distracted by it. Waking up early for you, I don't see it as an issue anymore. Hasn't been for a very long time. But the funny thing is, there's still a part of you that says it's an issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty married to that. You're married... Part of you is married to the uh, the notion of like I I get to say when I wake up. Absolutely. The irony in that is you actually got to say when you woke up. That's right. Yeah. No. And 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 there's different. There's a, just a different type of power and and uh, an attachment relationship <clears throat> to time. And there's a few people. Heather, my <sighs> wife. I won't name any others. Yeah. They have a really weird relationship to time. Mm-hmm. They're getting better at it. And in particular, the mornings. Mm-hmm. So now I totally get it. We have our cycles for um, how we, we are most effective. And I challenge the, the fact that they think they're really effective in that is because they've only ever done that. You're right. And I'm going to go with you on this. Here's the deal. If you're one of those people that's quote unquote, not a morning person, or you know what? My best hours are this or whatever. All that stuff about getting up early is bullshit. Maybe that's true. And I would assert until you've put in the effort and the work and actually t- tried it on. Cause I'm, I'm not going to raise my hand and sit here and say that I'm a Mr. Get up early guy. And I've had, I've had, as you know, I've had stints throughout my life where I'm like 4.30 in the morning at the gym. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, the, the, the level at which you vibe when you're up to that game, it's, it's a totally different planet. It's totally different. It's a different planet. And my identity figures out real quick ways for me to justify why I can sleep in till 7. Well, it's all inside of the habits, the, the, the new programming that we put in place to um, to have a new habit just operate naturally that that's not even an occurrence for us anymore 
it's really interesting and i get the energy of the late night there is a mode that can tend to show up where inspired action is definitely present and you are in momentum around something mm-hmm. that does not, does not take away from that i see i don't see that happen as often though my experience in having done it is that there will be some moments of inspired action where I'm, I'm really focused on something, creating something, but most of the time at night, yeah, I'm chilling out. Yeah, you're ready to pack it in. I'm I'm not actually doing something to move shit forward. Yeah, and and when I am doing stuff at those late nights to move things forward, I'm doing it to get it done. Yeah, I got to get it done because I just want to chill. Yeah, I want to decompress whatever the language is. And so I'm not actually doing the thing the way it's meant to be done. Yeah. I'm never giving it enough. Having more done by 8 a.m. than 95% of the population does in a day, that is being uncommon among the uncommon. That's what David Goggins talks about is being uncommon amongst many. It's not easy, but that's the thing that you're up to. And then you, you, you work toward that, right? Meaning you're taking on, you're doing things that most people don't do, like getting up early in the morning or making health and fitness like a priority. And then there's another level. Then there's being uncommon among the uncommon, right? Like 5 a.m. club type of stuff. That's the extreme side of, of innovation. and Right. But look at, look at how much, here's what I've been resistant to for forever is things like that. Getting up early structuring my days and my weeks and having plans in place. I resist that like a motherfucker because the coward inside of me, the little person inside of me doesn't want you to tell me what to do. Don't right. fucking tell me what I'll to do. Figure this out. Don't put constraints around me. Don't do that. I get to call the shots cause I just want to be in charge. Right. And it's like, do I want to be in charge? Do I want to be right? Or do I want to have a, fulfill- a fulfilling life? Do I want to create extraordinary results? And so, um, that's what I'm afraid of. That's, and that's what I'm after in the next 13 weeks is doing extraordinary results, extraordinary results, doing the things that I know to do and not a extraordinary result, but a series of extraordinary results as a byproduct of dialing in and nurturing a way of being in order to have those results be present. Yeah. And you, you said something earlier before the podcast and you just alluded to it. So I wrote it down. You, you talked about programming. Yeah. And th- this sounds whatever to some people. I mean, but at, at the end of the day, y- you are a network of neurons. <laughs> you're a bunch of fucking whatever. I'm not a biologist, but you're a bunch of cells. You're a bunch of right tissues and whatnot. And every habit that we have is a fucking program it's automatic and again you said it earlier talking chewing gum and i'm doing it right now talking chewing gum breathing and i'm not having like a fucking system overload because i've (laughs) practiced it enough times that it's just automatic and i'm no different with my excuses that's right i'm no different with when i go to bed or like it's all just automatic shit and then i justify like to the nth degree why that has to be that way and why I can't get up early in the morning 
I'm not yeah, good at that. And you don't you don't create a new program to run. Right. So it's this next 13 weeks is about reprogramming. Uh, there'll be stay tuned. There will be more to come. But I I I just wanted to put out there that I'm I'm super thrilled that I have found. Um, or they found me, I don't know, but I've attracted this opportunity to join a team that is, um, so in line with what I'm up to and what I'm out to cause. And they're playing a game at a level that I, you've been aspiring towards. Yeah. It's not recognizable to me and they're already up to that stuff and they want to take me in and, and as, uh, as Jason, the the guy who's kind of leading the charge on this, as he put it. He's like, Vern, you don't even know what you're capable of, and I'm going to show you. And so I, I totally agree with that, that I'm definitely, you know, not playing at that level. I don't know what I'm capable of, and I'm really excited to find out. So stay tuned for that. You don't know what you're capable of. For everybody listening, this is it. We actually don't know what we're capable of. We have no idea because most of what we are, um, are excited about are things that we have yet to have achieved. They're aspirational. And we don't know what happens when we get there. Mm-hmm. I'm also clear about the fear of success. For a long time, I had it that that, wasn't, that was weird. Who on earth is scared of being successful. Mm-hmm. It's real. And I'll, I'll push back a little bit there because I'm curious. Am I really afraid of being successful or am I afraid of what it takes to deserve success? Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what it takes to keep it going. Right. Yeah. yeah. All of that. It is actually not the fear of being successful. It's about what it takes and and what I now need to do. And uh, I have actually no idea what it takes. And so I'm just going to be here where it's certain. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm capable of. But in this world, in this moment, right here, right now, I'm super clear what I'm capable of. And so it's familiar. And so it's easy to stay here because we actually want to be safe. Mm-hmm. That is the fundamental operating system for human being is to be safe. Why do you want to fuck with that? <laughs> you're, you're screwing with my safety right now. Mm-hmm. And we stay small as a result. And familiar. And familiar and un- unfulfilled and lacking purpose. And pissed off because nothing changes deserving not wanting but not deserving of said thing that we say we want but haven't gotten and still to this day can't get because the truth is and i know that this is true because it's true for me and on some level we're all the same the reason why people are pissed off about it and they're and they think they deserve it is because deep down somewhere they know that they're not performing at the level that they could be performing. That's right. That's the takeaway from this podcast. There is something that you know you're not doing, and every time it shows up, you're triggered by it. You get angry by it. You lash out at people around you. But at the end of the day, it's on you. 
and you're to, you're at fault. You're to blame for whatever it is that you haven't taken on, and you're unwilling to do what it takes to get it squared away. And so until you take that on, you will never deserve it. Whatever it is that you say you want, ever. You'll never be deserving of it. And you'll never know what you're capable of.